Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Well, welcome everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about the value of SBCA to your supply chain. More specifically, we are going to take a closer look at the value SBCA offers to your suppliers and why they choose to invest their time and energy into it. It's going to be a lively conversation because joining us today is SBCA's Director of Sales and Marketing, Ashley Newis. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Sean. I'm very excited to be here today. You know, Ashley, I want to start by talking actually about you. You grew up in the trust industry. Um, can you share a little bit about what your experience was like and how that led you to become uh, a staff member of SBCA? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as, as you have already mentioned, um, I'm the director of sales and marketing with SBCA and my name is Ashley Newis, uh, but my maiden name is Stroder. Um, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Steve Stroder is my father. Uh, he's been in the industry for a long time. I would say 25 to 30 years. Hopefully I didn't add too many years in there and he doesn't get on to me for that. But um, he's been in the industry for a very long time. Uh, started out at Stark Trust. Um, I, I very vaguely remember uh Stark Trust uh, whenever I was younger, mostly uh, going there on weekends and different things with my parents and that kind of stuff and begging uh, anyone who worked there to feed me candy when they weren't looking. Um, Yeah, it was was a good time. Good memories. Um, And then most of my memories are of uh, Carter Lee. I worked there over a few summers scanning in prints and plans and that was kind of when everybody was making the transition from the large paper plans um, to putting them, you know, online in PDF form. So that was a really fun job. Uh, it was very monotonous, but it, it taught me a lot of things. And I would also answer phones. And then I did some stuffing of uh, job site packages and putting together job site packages, which I now sell. So that's kind of interesting. So I kind of did that through high school. And then once I graduated, I went to college, Uh, went to college to be a teacher, actually graduated from college, decided to move to California, taught for two years. I was a second grade teacher. I liked that a lot, but there are a lot of things I didn't like. It just honestly wasn't challenging enough for me, I don't think. I kind of evaluated what I decided to get into and kind of thought about. I had some managing experience, really enjoy talking to people and honestly uh, persuading and convincing people. Uh, I I enjoy that. So sales (laughs) seemed like a good fit. And there was a opening at California Trust Frame for a, a sales representative. And I kind of just said, you know, I know I don't know enough quite yet to, to be a sales representative, but I would love if you guys would take me on in an internship and just see if it's something I would like and you guys can see if I would be a good fit. Um, and that ended up working out. And they hired me as a sales representative and I worked there for a little over two years. 
really enjoyed it. Enjoyed working with framers. Um, enjoyed the the design side of things and learning about you know how a truss actually works and how they work all together as a package. Uh, very interesting. Um, and then I kind of you know decided like I, I'm working for the company that my my dad works for. Um, which brought some challenges with it. And I really kind of wanted to get out and stand on my own two feet and have people recognize me for the professional that I am and not just associate me with my father. So I started looking for other job opportunities within the component industry. And I was hired on by Qualtum, which was managing uh, SBCA at the time as a third party. And that seemed like a great fit because it fit into education and it fit into sales. And I really thought that that would be an awesome fit for me. And it has been. And then recently, beginning of this year, hired on by SPCA as the director of sales and marketing. So that's where I'm at now. It's quite a journey. Yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> well, and, and I think one point that uh, I'm not surprised you sort of glossed over a little bit, but in becoming a sales representative for a trust plant, you really have to understand well what it is that you're selling, right? So even yeah. though you had grown up uh, with your dad in the trust industry and had been exposed to it quite a bit, you know, had some experience scanning plans and that kind of thing, so you weren't a stranger to it, that two years was really a crash course in everything that a component manufacturer can offer, right? And CTF was a big player, so you had to learn a lot, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a massive learning curve. I actually, before I ever put in my notice at my teaching job, I was still teaching, and I was meeting up after school pretty frequently with one of the the sales representatives there that was about to retire, and he was taking me to job sites, and we were going over plans and you know, looking at trust drawings and. I was really, really digging my heels in to make sure that that was something that I wanted to do, one, and two, that, you know, I would be capable of, of actually taking over those accounts and, and feeling confident in that. And by the end of our time together, he thought that I was capable of doing that. And, and so they hired me. Cool. Well, you know, one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on this podcast was because, well, I think you bring a pretty unique perspective as someone who knows the component manufacturing side of things, as we just talked about, but you spend now a lot of your time interacting with the companies that make up our industry's supply chain as the director of sales and marketing. So for instance, you are the person primarily responsible for lining up all the exhibitors at BCMC. You know, you're talking to them before the show, or you're talking about them, you know, you're talking with them afterwards. I, I'm curious, sort of what feedback do you, did you get from the supply chain, from the exhibitors at BCMC about how the show went and what value they got out of it? Yeah. Uh, well, this year, the feedback was extremely positive across the board, which was great for us as staff, because I think all of us, you know, this is our first year putting this on. And we were all kind of holding our breath, hoping that this was going to go over smoothly, and it did. Um, obviously, a lot of planning went into that, but uh, all the feedback that I got was, you know, the, the show was high energy this year. Um, and uh, across the board, I heard from multiple people that CMs came to the show ready to buy this year, which was super exciting for all of our exhibitors because that's, you know, why they come to build those relationships and to to be able to either close deals at the show or after the show um, 
do to coming to the show. So uh, that was really positive. I think BCMC is pretty cool in the in the fact that it's awesome to bring new products, um, and it's also really awesome if you're new to the industry because it's very highly concentrated of component manufacturers. It's a little different than going to an IBS where you have you know thousands and thousands of people, and you're not really sure when you're talking to somebody if they're somebody who's actually able to make a purchase or somebody who has the ability to talk to the person who's able to make the purchase and and sway them and sway their opinion in that direction. So that was really awesome. And then some of our more senior exhibitors who have been around for a long time just stated that it was a great show and that it was great for them to be able to catch up with customers and for them to, you know, show off their new products. So the feedback has been amazing. I think everybody was happy this year just to come back to the show. Um, but I also think the comment of, you know, CMs came ready to buy, that definitely helped us this year. And I think that that happened for a multitude of reasons, right? The past two years have been fairly good for most in the construction industry. Obviously, there's been a lot of struggles and hurdles to climb, but we've been very busy. So that has given them the means to purchase, which has been awesome. And then also the fact that there are labor issues, buying new solutions and equipment helps alleviate that. So I think that that's kind of what built up um, the CMs being ready to buy. But I think the the more important part to that is BCMC may not be like that every year, but it's still very important to come because equipment isn't an impulse buy. Uh, Products and services aren't an impulse buy. This is you want to be front of mind in, in the component manufacturers mind whenever they they get to the point where they're ready to buy or they need something. And that may not always necessarily light up with BCMC, but they may remember the contact that they had with a supplier at BCMC, the product that they saw at BCMC, and the relationship that continued after BCMC. You know, I love what you're saying there, Ashley, that, um, you know, BCMC, from the, the supplier side of things, I mean, they're, they're looking at the overall show, and they're really looking at the quality of the people who come, right? Yeah. They're looking at the traffic that's going through and they're like, you know, there's not 10,000 people walking through it like the Consumer Electronics Show or something like that. But by and large, most of the people who are walking the show floor are related, directly related to the industry or actively looking, evaluating, and in most cases, shopping. And that that's what separates BCMC from a lot of other opportunities out there, right? Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean... As just being in sales, there's nothing worse than spending, you know, 30 minutes of your time talking to somebody and then finding out at the end of the call that they have no interest in buying or aren't even, you know, in the field that you're looking for them to purchase something. So that's that's never a, a fun scenario. So that's definitely one of the main selling points, I would say, of BCMC. So, okay, well, beyond BCMC, you know, our supplier companies can engage and invest in SPCA through lots of other things, like having a presence at the open quarterly meetings or advertising in some of SPCA media uh, vehicles like the magazine and industry news. I- I'm just curious, what kind of feedback uh, do you get from suppliers and the value of those kinds of opportunities, whether it's the OQMs or, or advertising? 
So OQMs are a really great opportunity for suppliers because it is like a mini BCMC. It doesn't include the trade show aspect. It does include the networking aspect. And in some cases, it's even better because instead of having a thousand uh, different CMs and you're trying to compete for their attention, um, you're, you have 100 to 200 CMs all coming into one place. And, and these are some of our most um, invested members, I would say. Um, so they're constantly looking for the next best thing. How do they improve? How do they grow their business? Um, so they are, I would say, a very good potential lead for any supplier. Um, and, and that's a great opportunity for you to be able to get to talk to them in a more intimate setting, have more time with them. And I think the suppliers that do show up to OQMs, that's very visible and, and component manufacturers see that. And I think they're more likely to purchase from somebody who is also invested in SBCA. And there are lots of ways that you can get involved with an OQM. Just coming and showing up to one um, is going to go a long way. But we also have sponsorship opportunities. Um, our gold sponsorship opportunity gives you the chance to speak to the entire OQM. Um, you get five minutes to just kind of go up and you can use that, that time for whatever you want. You could show a video or just give an update about a new product or just where your company is at, um, anything like that. And that's seem to be very valuable. We send out a survey after every OQM to our suppliers and ask them, you know, on a one to, I think it's a one to four scale, how valuable was this for you? And I believe on the last one, over 70% said very valuable. Um, so they're finding a lot of value in coming to that, not only um, just being able to network with other component manufacturers, but also, you know, you get your, your company's logo up, on the slides, we make sure that we announce who the sponsors are um, several times throughout the open quarterly meeting. And then obviously that gold sponsorship gives you the opportunity to, to get up and speak. So some of the other opportunities that we have are the magazine, SBCA magazine. This is a really great opportunity to also be seen by component manufacturers. We have about 6,000 subscribers to the print edition and 10,200 to the digital. And we have a pretty high open rate on that. It's 20% open rate on the digital. So lots of component manufacturers are reading that. It's a great way to stay front of mind. And then we have industry news and, and about 11,900 um, people receive that or subscribe to that. Um, it goes out each week. And it also has about a 17 to 20% open rate. So those are both really awesome opportunities to, to get in front of component manufacturers and kind of the best way that I could put it is if if you're selling to component manufacturers this is the best pond to fish in because we have the most concentrated amount of component manufacturers well actually this works both ways too right I mean these opportunities benefit the supply chain because it gives them a concentrated effort to reach a targeted group of component manufacturers, but it works both ways. It benefits the component manufacturers who attend these events as well uh, because they get an opportunity to sort of have one-on-one -on -one discussions with different suppliers, you know, and really get into maybe something that they're offering that they wouldn't normally have that interaction in the office, let's say. 
Yeah, 100%. I think um, it's also just a different like uh, headspace. I think, you know, uh, it's different when somebody walks into your office and they don't have a meeting and they want to talk to you about some product and you're busy and you have jobs going on and you're trying to figure out where this lumber is or, or whatever the case is. It's hard to sit down and, and really give that supplier your time and find out how they can make your job easier. Whereas when you go to a, an open quarterly meeting, you're kind of in that headspace of open thinking and how can I improve my business and and that kind of thing. So it's it, it definitely is a, a great opportunity on both sides. Yeah. All right. So last question for you real quick. I know companies like Landall Trailers and House of Design were, were companies that started out supplying just one CM. You know, they offered a solution, sort of a one-off thing. And they discovered through that one CM, sort of this whole industry that they could develop products around. For the component manufacturers who are listening, I, I'm just wondering, do you have any advice that you would give them about evaluating their current supplier network and how they might be able to identify maybe a company or two that would benefit from being more engaged in SPCA, whether it's the open quarterly meetings or or it's exhibiting at BCMC for the first time? So I want to like take it back just a little bit. I think uh, the structural components industry is a very mature industry. But that said, it is behind in the use of technology and innovation compared to most other industries. Um, which I think makes it, a, you know, a prime target for anyone who's looking to make money with something they already do and applying that to the component industry. Also, component manufacturers have that hunger for innovative ideas and solutions and equipment. But the key is it has to work with what they're already using. I think that that's where, you know, House of Design has been super successful is that they uh, they are working within the parameters of what each component manufacturer already has and improving upon that. So my advice would be to any component manufacturers, uh, you know, looking at the, the suppliers that you use who are wanting to be more partners and, and willing to work with you to create solutions Whatever that may be, it could be, you know, something super small or it could be something, you know, that's a big idea and, and super out of the box. But those are the kind of suppliers that I think would really be awesome for our industry and, and that multiple component manufacturers could um, build relationships with and, and make that useful and valuable. And those are kind of suppliers that we want to see coming to OQMs and coming to BCMC, suppliers that are, you know, wanting to move the industry forward. You know, I come from uh, growing up playing basketball and I, I always, so I'm always thinking of sports analogies. And one of the things that I think of is like, when you play a team that's not very good, you typically don't play very good because you play at the level of the team that you're playing with. But when you play against teams that are much better than you, it seems like you grow and you you play to a higher level. And I think that's kind of the same thing in business. We're looking for suppliers who are going to push us to grow and to go to the next level. And that, it, you know, if all component manufacturers are doing that and components in general are performing better and doing better, I think we, we all kind of win. Excellent. Ashley, it has been a lot of fun to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. 
If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. Thank you.